Hey hey, my name is Stan and I really love traveling, and I love talking about it even more. So welcome to this episode of the podcast, Traveling with Stan, where I take you on a tour of some of the most exciting cities around the globe. This time to a coastal Mediterranean destination that is named after the ancient goddess of wisdom and warfare. Some call it the birthplace of democracy, some call it the birthplace of Western civilization. And truth be told, Athens is both of that and so much more. Yes, it's a city bursting with ancient historical landmarks and monuments, but it also has a great food scene, vibrant nightlife, and even some beach scenery. So, join me as we navigate the city of Athens together. In this episode you will discover how Greek presidential guards like to dress up their shoes, why you should never accept a past brush on a Greek toilet, and in case you do, what is an ouzo to make you forget all about it. And as always, you can find all the information from this podcast, including the names of all the important sites on the website travelingwithstan.com. What has been a little bit from history. Athens, the capital and largest city of Greece, is located in the southern part of the country right on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea. This has made it a popular tourist stop for people on their way to visit the Greek islands. But it has so much to offer even as a standalone destination. To really get a feel of the city and not just rush through the top sites, I recommend at least a weekend or even three days in Athens, preferably any time except summer when the city is too hot to handle. And most locals are anyway cooling off on the islands, so you'll just be running into similarly hot and bothered tourists. In addition, the shoulder seasons are much cheaper in terms of accommodation prices. Although in general, Athens has been ranked among the cheapest locations for a city break. The reason why the city is so popular is its history, even when the temperature is soaring and the scorching sun makes you want to just crawl into the sea. At times, you'll actually feel as if you're walking through an open-air museum. Athens is the oldest city in Europe and also one of the oldest cities in the world. It was the capital of ancient Greece and dominated the region as a superpower city-state. Its culture and politics influenced even the likes of Rome who adopted much of the Athenian culture. Its later history didn't quite live up to the glory of its classical era. But today, Athens is an important European metropolis and a great city that mixes the old and new effortlessly. How to get there The successful hosting of the 2004 Summer Olympics brought Athens a much-needed boost and development of infrastructure. Traveling to Athens has, thanks to this, become much smoother with a new airport built for the Games and an expansion of the metro benefiting too. In fact, the metro runs all the way to the airport, so getting to and from it is a breeze. You'll be pleased to know that all the stops on the metro lines are also written in the English alphabet. You do know that the Greek one looks completely different, right? Do not miss! Once you're in Athens, you'll most probably want to explore the five main tourist areas, especially if it's your first time visit. Handily, they are all located in the same part of the city and can be easily navigated on foot. That is unless you've unfortunately made the mistake to attempt visiting Athens in summer. Then I suggest you find a nice shady spot by the sea or directly in it. Starting off your sightseeing tour, you'll most likely head out to the Acropolis which is the site of the famous Parthenon. The Acropolis is an ancient complex situated on a hill and a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Apart from the Parthenon, a former temple, there are other fascinating ancient buildings on the site, such as Propylia that served as a gateway to the Acropolis, then the Temple of Athena Polias, or the Temple of Athena Nike. 
Undoubtedly, this is the most visited attraction in Athens, so to beat the crowds arrive early. A few hundred meters from the Acropolis lies another tourist site, the ancient gate to the city, Hadrian's Arch. It was built by the Roman Emperor Hadrian, yes, the same one that built a long wall across the UK. The man loved immense building projects. The fun fact about this arch is, that while on one side its inscription reads that Athens is a city of the mythical King Theseus, on the other side, it handily reads that it is, in fact, the city of Hadrian, not Theseus. From there, it's just a stone's throw away from the temple of Olympian Zeus. Today only the columns remain from the colossal temple dedicated to the chief ancient god, Zeus. But it's well worth a visit to give you an idea of the massive scale of these ancient buildings. Staying in the area, I suggest you next explore Plaka, known as the Neighborhood of Gods. It's located just beneath the Acropolis and has a bit of a rustic feel to it with picturesque streets, cute cafes, and tavernas. It even has a part that really looks like a tiny Greek village, called Anaphiotica. Since it's so close to the main attraction, and full of great sights too, expect it to be more touristy. Plaka was originally built around the ancient Agora, a market square that served as a commercial, social and political center at the time. This is where people of ancient Greece would gather not only to trade, but also to discuss politics or hold religious celebrations. Not far from it is the smaller Roman Agora with its remarkably well-preserved Tower of the Winds. This used to serve as a water clock and a sundial before being turned into a chapel. A slightly less spectacular sight in the Roman Agora are the public latrines, which I'll get to later in the episode. If you haven't yet fully filled your cup of exploring ancient artifacts, then you might want to also check out the Acropolis Museum, which houses the archaeological findings from the Acropolis, as its name would suggest. From ancient to modern, escape a bit from the old monuments by heading over to Syntagma, what is now referred to as the center of Athens. The Syntagma Square is the meeting place of the city's main streets, a transport hub, and a popular hangout destination. It's also where the Greek parliament has its seat. And, after all that sightseeing, a break in the National Gardens might be just the perk you need. Within the lush gardens you'll also find the Presidential Palace. Although it is not accessible for tourists, you can still watch the popular changing of the guards in front of it. Watch out for the guards' shoes with funny pom-poms adorning them. Last on my list of top sites to visit in Athens is the Panathenaic Stadium. Originally built by the Greeks, later rebuilt by the Romans from marble, it is the only entirely marble stadium in the world. This is where the first modern Olympic Games were held in 1896. And to this day, Athens remains one of the few cities in the world in which the Olympic Games were held more than once. Fun Fact Fun fact, or maybe a little bit nasty fact as well. Remember those toilets that I mentioned when I was talking about the Roman Agora? So, let's talk about how the ancient Greeks went about doing their business. Turns out, this private affair was not quite so private. This particular latrine house at the Agora was a rectangular hall covered by a roof. And it had seats for 68 people who would be literally sitting right next to each other. So, no talk of privacy here. And the worst part? A sponge on a stick would be used to clean oneself after the act with the sponge then being dipped into water before being passed on to a fellow next to you. Makes you kind of appreciate even some of the not-so-great bathrooms on your travels, doesn't it? Try this! Now, I know, my fun fact today probably wasn't the best bridge to the culinary side of Athens, 
But you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans with our human needs. Anyway, moving on to a more pleasant topic, I'm sure I'm soon going to have you dreaming of balmy evenings spent over at Sina or Uzo nibbling on some mezzi. No idea what I'm talking about? Let me give you a quick intro into the fantastic world of Greek cuisine. As one would expect, it's fresh, tasty and bursting with Mediterranean flavors. So, what should one weary traveler do when the hungry pangs hit you after all that sightseeing? Get yourself over to a taverna, Uziria, or Katukia. All of them are typical Greek restaurants. Katukia is probably the most authentic place as it's usually fairly small and family-run. Once there, you'll want to order mezzi, a variety of small dishes that usually accompany drinks. Like Retsina, typical Greek white wine or uzo, a clear anise-flavored aperitif. While on the go, your best bet is to grab gyros or souvlaki, which is essentially grilled meat on a stick. Another street food favorite is tyropoda or spanakopita, pies filled with cheese or spinach. And with Athens being a coastal town, you can, of course, expect a fair share of good seafood especially if you went out to the coastal area and the Athens Riviera. Act like a local. Talking about the coast, did you know that Athens has 12 beaches adorned by the internationally recognized blue flag symbol? Meaning they are high on quality of water, surroundings, and services. Not surprising then that a favorite pastime of locals is to flock to the city's coastal area, especially in summer. That is, unless you're jumping on a boat and heading out to the islands. The nearest ones being Crete, Rhodes, and Corfu. Back in Athens, the closest beaches from the city center and the most easily accessible ones by public transport are Glyfada, Edim or Riviera. If you're in for a bit of a different water-based experience, then head a bit further out to Lake Vuliagmini, about an hour away from the center. The lake is a popular destination not only for its warm thermal waters. Its main draw are the tiny Gararufa fish that nibble away on the skin on your feet or literally your entire body to provide an interesting and very ticklish kind of exfoliation spa treatment. If having your feet tickled by fish is not quite your thing but you'd rather explore a bit of the Greek hip scene, then head back to central Athens to the neighborhood of Siri. Located just north of Touristy Plaka, it's a favorite hangout for the Greek cool crowd. Expect artisan shops, hip cafes and bars and trendy nightlife clubs. For a less gentrified version and slightly edgy experience, you might want to check out the Gatsi and Karamikos neighborhood situated around the ancient Karamikos cemetery. The area comes alive especially after dark. I hope I have convinced you that Athens is more than just a layover destination for your next summer vacation, and given you a bit of a taste of what the city can offer. And sorry for my terrible Greek pronunciation. As you can hear, I am far from being a native speaker. You can find all the information from this episode at TravelingWithStan.com, where you can also find other podcasts from our series. If you like this one, don't forget to hit follow so you don't miss out on the next episodes. We are on the socials as well. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review or rate us on Spotify. It means the world to us. Pun intended.